You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Word Bros. My name is Bob France. Hello and welcome. And I'm Kevin Cuff, and this is Word Bros. Season 2. Yes, Word Bros. Season 2. We have a very uh, very fun episode. We're talking to Pat Shand and Emily Pearson. They have a book out through Black Mask. It's coming out next month. It's called Snap Hustle Flash. Yes, that's right. Nice. Yes, you got it. I got it. So yeah, so we're going to talk to those dudes Um very excited to do that. Hopefully, everyone had a fun and safe trip to uh, NYCC. And um, Baltimore Comic Con. Baltimore yeah. Comic Con as well, yes, because it was Baltimore. There's NYCC. I don't think there's anything big coming up for quite a while, um, which is nice. And uh, we are just chugging away on Metal Shark Bro, um, doing some hot notes, doing some hot rewrites. I got to talk to you about that after the recording, about some rewrites. Um, but yeah, man, things are taking place. It's, it's really important. We're, we're and if you are in the Hampton Roads area... I'm going to plug myself right now. Do it, dude. That's what I, the, I will be. I, mean, I will be. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm going to give the warning first. I will be at Hampton Comic Con booth, Artist Alley AA 111. Yeah, buddy. So it's What'd not hard to remember. 111. I'm going to have some books with me. I'm going to have Word. the Not Forgotten Anthology. Nice. I'm going to have the If Anthology that I penned with my partner right over here. Yes. Uh, and there's going to be Oathbound, Full Moon Fredo, also a Word Bros product. There you go. Yeah, and I have some Elvis copies left. I found them in the bottom of my other comic nice. box when I cleaned out my old car. There so I have go. three three copies of Elvis. So there's plenty of comic books to be had from yours truly if you want them. Uh, and they do they come they come free if if you want me to deface your book I will do that. So that's fun, man. I'm excited for you, man. That's fun. Doing a show Thank is you. always a good time. That's uh it that's Hampton Comic Con. That's October 21st and 22nd. Yes, 20th and 21st. Is that this weekend? It, it's next weekend okay all right cool that's awesome kevin i'm really excited for you, you get the, this saturday i'll be in roanoke with drew nice okay so okay you're on tour you're on a world tour with bahamid my man that sounds fun <laughs> uh, i'm re- i'm really into that that's great i'm gonna have fun that's so what you, i'm doing while you're plugging away having fun i'll be at my keyboard rewriting this metal shark bro getting it hot to death and ready to rock but enough about us let's get to our guests uh we have pat shan and emily pearson on who have a brand new book coming out and they're going to tell us all about it next You got the blue. See, I got the blue. I got the Yeti. I'm old school. Hey, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, though. It is. It works very well. I've I've been very happy with my blue product. I used to rock like a whole board. Like I had a board set up with like six microphones and shit. But like every time I wanted to record something, it took forever. And it was just kind of pointless. I love the USB. Just you're ready. You're ready to roll. Gotta love it. 
Yeah, buddy. So we got Pat, Shan, and Emily Pearson here, and they are talking about their a brand new book, their brand new book from Black Mask. It is called Snap, Hustle, and Flow. Did I get that right? <laughs> Close, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> snap, Flash, Hustle. Snap, Flash. I see it, the words hurt my brain sometimes. The words hurt my brain. So yeah, so so um, congratulations, by the way. That's fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Really now, nice. tell, now tell us, what is Snap Flash Hustle all about? Take it away, Emily. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Dude, you're the writer, man. You're supposed to have this pitch memorized. You just you hand it off. You've said it like a couple times already. It's only fair. Um, <laughs> so uh, Snap Flash Hustle is about a alternative model named Haley. Who... Okay. Uh, who uh, does a lot of modeling through Instagram and then she joins uh, a drug cartel made up of other Instagram models and other alternative models um, and they use their cartel as a way to launder money okay. uh, or not the cartel to launder money <laughs> the, the, the modeling to launder money. And, I um, imagine that's how Instagram models make their money in real yeah. life. Because, like, how do they afford such luxurious trips and fantastic exactly. photo lenses and filters and things like that? It's got to be drugs, right? It, well, no, it's through Instagram. It's from taking a whole bunch of pictures, brah. No, nah, it's got to be drugs. It's got to be drugs. drugs. It's got to be drugs. And I think Pat did this book. It's a autobiographical tale because Pat, I think, has the, the chops to be an Instagram model. You look great in that light, by the way. I'm just telling you that. Thank you so much. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, you know what, though? Uh, the, the one thing that we keep going back to uh, with this book is that uh, – people who are influencers online right like they, yes. they get these brand deals and this is one kind of uh, income that no one really knows how much people are making these days you know doing mm -hmm. that um and we thought that this is a great way to launder money you know people can um accept funds in this way because no one really expects how much an instagram model who say has two million followers actually makes no one really knows that number or understands how yeah, like I don't even understand. Like I don't even understand how that works. Like how how people equate like success to Instagram followers and Twitter stuff, and it's weird. There's always like some kind of weird, like analytic about it, but it's too. It hurts my brain, so I don't really yeah. know too much about it. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's partly brand deals. Like for instance, today my appearance on this podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Uh, HelloFresh is a meal service where what? you get. <laughs> no, 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 that was a great segue. <laughs> Like, damn son you making money for appearances on podcasts that's hot to do i need to we need to talk this podcast we need to talk to pat shan he knows what's up i made a fucking nickel pat's appearing on podcasts and getting sponsorship deals what the fuck and what's funny is like i'm saying this because i bought hello fresh based on hearing a podcast supported and it's actually really good i just made a meal so, so that's why i said that <laughs> influenced by uh by commercials and media itself i was always big into that i love that stuff me too man you know what if i can hear jenna marbles talking about how much she loves a meal deal i'm gonna give it a try now what meal what meal did you get 
Well, today I made, I made the um, rosemary balsamic steak. That shit was fire. That sounds delicious. Oh, it was Damn, it was so good. It was so. I'm good. jealous right now. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm calling Hello Fresh in the middle of the podcast. Now, but there's so many of them. Like That's, Hello Fresh and, and Blue right Apron. Now. Isn't there Blue Apron? Isn't that another one? And it's true. But I mean, all right. Well, first, can I curse on this podcast? Yes, obviously. Yes. Man, fuck Blue Apron. You know, it's <laughs> all about. <laughs> <Hello Fresh. laughs> now because what if they want to come on board later <laughs> see you can't do that you can't call off my revenue streams pat what the, what the fuck if you, if you tasted the uh the shallot demi glaze that i put over my steak tonight you would agree with me though what's up emerald you fucking doing some shit over there baby so like so i've never i've always heard um i've always heard about these services explain them to me how does it work like how do you get meat in the mail like i don't understand how does it work like is it, oh, man. Is it like how do they get it like how does they keep that fresh well this is crazy they pack it with this um sort of liquidy ice-like thing in a plastic bag Word. so it it just keeps it fresh for that day but the thing is if you're going to be on vacation and coming back on a wednesday your box arrived Monday. If you eat that, you nasty. <laughs> so just cancel your service for that one week. That's what I'm doing. I'm going away to San Diego uh, next month. And um, thankfully, the, the meals that were on um, selection for that week are ass. So that's the week I'm, I'm going to skip. And then the next week, I'll, I'll be back on HelloFresh. You know, they should pay me at this point. All right, so let me ask you, I just have so many questions about HelloFresh because I've always heard such wonderful things. I've just, I have a family of four. Do you think these, these meal sizes are enough to feed my family of four? Well, you know what's crazy? They have um, meal plans where you can do it for two or guess what? Fucking four. Those four. are the options. All right. <laughs> It's All made right. for you. It's made. What right. if you're lonely like me? <laughs> and they have meals Fuck for you, one. HelloFresh. I'm cutting off past revenue streams. They Fuck have, you, HelloFresh. They have <laughs> meals for one. I believe it's called Sad Fresh. You just get one <laughs> delivered to your house, and you just cook for you. Lonely, un, lonely, and unfresh. Yeah, because well, what you could do, Kevin, though, you could make the meal for two and bring the second half that you can't have anyone eat because you're sad and lonely, bring it to lunch the next day for work. No, I mean, I, I, could, I could do that, I, but I, I just buy a steak and throw it on the foreman, like one steak, so like, there it is. You, still, you cook with the foreman? Nice. Now, how, do, you, do you cook with the foreman, Pat? Now, how does that work with your, your demi-glaze? <laughs> <laughs> I've got some uh, gas stove action going. You know? Word? Um, yeah, but uh, I uh, everything he has is fancy. I didn't have, you can't hide money, Pat. <laughs> like, this, this really has pushed me as a as a chef. You know, before like uh, I have my standard dishes that I make, and um, one day I was just riding home with my wife, and uh, we're talking about this because all of our, all the podcasts that we we are uh, you know rock with always talk about Blue Apron or HelloFresh. Yes. So I said, if we did one of these, which one appeals to you most? And she said, hello, fresh. And ever since then, every meal except maybe one or two has been amazing. And the ones that weren't even that good, I, I kind of enjoy, you know, because uh, I've always been a picky eater. Um, but there's something about the idea that um, I'm making the, this new dish myself that makes me more, more apt to try it. Okay. And um, I, I've enjoyed things that I never thought I would before. And um, for example, like now my favorite side is fucking green beans, you know, and it's, they're good. And I made that. And I, <laughs> before, 
and, and this is not a joke because I'm not a vegetable eater, but before, if we went to the grocery store, like, all right, say, say Emily and I were doing a signing in San Diego and we had to run to the grocery store for some water. And before was, you go on, that was good the way you drug Emily into your scenario. So she's yeah. not just feeling lonely sitting there drawing like, why am I doing this? I, I could be, How do you know? I could be watching cartoons. I saw Emily. I saw you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. How do you know I'm drawing right now? Because <laughs> I can see you. There is a camera. A you got a pencil in your hand. You're either doing that or writing a, a love letter to your to your friend yeah, who's away at World giant computer yeah, at World War One. He's fighting the front lines of World War One. He's in a foxhole, and you're sending him a letter or something. That's all. I'm guessing you're drawing or you're doing that. I don't know. So so say Emily goes to the vegetable section and say she goes, "All right, what is this? It's green beans." I I, I wouldn't be able to answer before before HelloFresh. I was totally uninitiated in the vegetable game okay you know, but but now um yeah and it just feels like a healthier hearty meal you know the portions are enough that you're, you're actually full okay um now what, yeah, you know, what you know about bok choy son what's that <laughs> i think it's like some korean lettuce or some shit i don't know oh I, I, I don't know what that is but i did make this um this uh sesame salad and that was maybe the worst thing at HelloFresh, but it was still all right. <laughs> all right. So the is, it, is it sesame dressing or is it um, like, like what makes it sesame salad? You know what? It's hard for me to say because um, when, we, when you make a sauce with HelloFresh, and it, this sounds actually fucking sponsored, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> this is just where the conversation's taken us. I'm so, I mean, and this is something as a... Po- I, I make podcasts. I listen to podcasts. I've, I've always been intrigued by this world. Yeah. I've never had the opportunity to discuss it with anyone at great length. So I figured, why not use this? Right. To do it. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so w- when you make a sauce with HelloFresh, they just give you the individual ingredients, like even even a ranch sauce. I'll make ranch sauce out of different ingredients. So I can't really say what went into it because it was just a bunch of different ingredients that I put together into the uh, pan to make the sauce, and then I fried the um, uh, stuff in the sauce. All right. Yeah. Oh. Very vague stuff and and things. He mixed yeah, stuff pretty and, much and fried things. But it's stuff and things in comics. It's like making comics. But you, you have your your next things. book. What you could do is like if you're going to do like a sequel to this title, Snap Flash Hustle. You can do a book about a dude who starts like a, a Hello Fresh style food delivery service, but he just be delivering that yayo, son. And that's oh, that's good. That's see, good. right? I'm always there's your there's your secret. Well, he can drop. get a body part from Hello Fresh, and somebody at Hello Fresh is a murderer. Yeah, body parts. Because uh, because the, the thing I keep it cold. Yeah, so, I it's mean, true. For at least a day. For at least a day. Yeah. So I mean, the possibilities are endless here. I mean, you could do all kinds of stuff. So congratulations to this is all research, really. <laughs> For the next book, For the next book. true, the next book. So, uh, so how is more about Snap Flash Hustle? Yeah, that's, that's what I was gonna do. Yes, good, 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 good call, Kevin. Oh yeah, I mean, comics. Oh, you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, comics. Um yeah, uh, Snap Flash Hustle is coming out next month. Um, yeah, the core conceit. I mean, you know, you know what? We did an interview recently, and I don't know if we said it, Emily, or if the interview themselves put it. Uh, they, uh, their headline was uh, "Breaking Bad meets Sex in the City" or something, and that's yeah. kind of apt, you know. Like that's, yeah. um, I mean, Sex in the City, uh, I think, is a bit more broad uh, in terms of uh, comedy than what we're doing. Um, 
our idea is more like merging a re- realistic world, the alt model world with the drug world. And um, what I did as uh, a writer when I went into it that was different from other books because um, you know, my process is generally to pair with an artist and Emily and I did it in a very organic way where Emily designed the characters and then I um, uh, added characteristics to them based on who I saw from her designs. Um, But what I did that was different with this book is I kind of formulated a plan, a business plan. I, I made this money laundering slash drug plan in my head work as a functioning business so that when readers read it, they don't seem, they're not like, Oh, this couldn't be a thing because it, it literally could be a thing. You know, I made sure it, it actually works functionally before, um, you know, scripting now are you copying yeah. some stuff live on the podcast like are you saying like you run this comics thing and then you also have like your own money laundering ring like is that how deep you got into it is this like some, some... <laughs> this means you gotta follow pat on instagram yeah. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> follow no, me you know get that get them drugs from pat on instagram <laughs> Now, how did you and Emily hook up? Because, I mean, Emily is, I mean, she's hot to death. Like, everybody loves her. She's got the one of the hottest books on the stands right now. Like, how That's are you, what I'm saying. How are, you able, saying. how are you able to do that? Like, and Emily, why are you slumming? What's going on? Like, how do I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we met through social media. We met through Twitter. Um, it all ties back together. Uh, I think... Pat, uh, Pat saw my art or I saw his Twitter or something. We were following each other for a little bit. And then I talked to Pat on Twitter about possibly doing a book together. Um, and so, yeah, we ended up talking about ideas and then we decided on Stop Flash Hustle, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I'm into that. I, I love it's it when nice they- when stuff works out. And, and we, we've always talked about that on this podcast. Like the easiest way to meet artists is social media yeah absolutely absolutely. it's just i mean the world is your oyster you can talk to whomever any kind of style that you're into it's out there like so you might as well just just hit them up because what's the worst they can say i'll give kevin his credit he is the by far the greatest networker in that aspect like yeah i'll ask that person like dude no that way out of your i'll ask him and he just does like he has no fear so that's awesome yeah i'll just be like whatever i'll just I mean, like I said to, to Bob when, when he says, like, he's like, did you see this guy's art? It's amazing. I'll go, okay, I'll just go ask. And he goes, you're just going to ask him? And I go, no fear. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, the worst I can say is no. And I know yeah. it's okay. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And t- you know what? I posted on Twitter yesterday that um, the worst someone could say to you, whether it's an artist or a publisher, is no. And in this comics game where you can be your own boss and you can bring your own shit to life, what does no mean? No means no for that specific person or, or that specific publisher. But to me, if someone says no to a book, that doesn't mean shit to me because I'll just do it myself. You know? Yeah, no, right. that's, that's a great attitude to have. And like we've talked about that with Brian Level on this podcast, that there's no more gatekeepers to, I guess, an audience. If you want to do something, yeah. you can do something. And, and almost to the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Almost, I don't want to say to the detriment of the publisher, because I mean, we had people tell us that Metal Shark Bro wouldn't be a thing. Like, now nah, I don't see how we can market that. And then, you know, a month later, we've made $26,000 on Kickstarter. So all you have to do is drink some hot sauce on Facebook Live. Trust me. Yeah, I did just, that. Did that happen? 
<laughs> yes, yes, Evan drank a lot of hot sauce for. I, drink, I, mean, I drink hot uh, sauce for for pledges. A lot of the money from the Kickstarter actually went to pay for like a stomach transplant. So the, <laughs> the book. Now I have a bionic gut. gut. Yeah. I am the man with the bionic. That's amazing because I um to fund I think it was Clonsters I twerked on Kickstarter, um on our live you know <laughs> really that sounds yeah. lovely I Let's actually got a hundred dollar pledge oh no 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 my twerking days are done you know I'm above that now I'm out the I'm out the twerking game. Man, I thought it was so wholesome because whenever Pat has like a, a live Facebook video on Kickstarter for his like Kickstarter books, it's always like like. Amy's gonna sing songs or something like that. Yeah. It's just like, okay, well, I guess I didn't see that side of it. <laughs> you missed now, the now, if you would have saw Pat twerking, would you have agreed to work with him later on, or would you be more enticed by his his rump shaking? That's oh a my great God. question. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Um, it really is. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can answer that. That's. <laughs> it depends on whether or not he's in that particular light. Though. See, if he's yeah. in that light, I would say yes. I'd be what like, if yeah. he's twerking while making food from uh, Get Fresh or whatever? It's I called. mean, that would be that's, that's a good video. <laughs> that's a good video. I'm gonna shake. I'm gonna shake my rump and make a salad. <laughs> that's some content. Everyone watch. Now, it's it's interesting that you used uh, Facebook videos for stuff like that because Kevin and I were uh, big advocates of that because I feel like I feel like it's something that comic creators aren't doing. You you you've created this bullshit world of social media where you have quote unquote friends. Why not turn it into a comic convention in your basement and just appeal to them? You know, make them your audience. It's true. I I feel like um, and this is where I'm gonna start hating uh, about about. <laughs> About 90% of comics creators will just go on Twitter to echo the opinions of other comics creators to seem cool, you know? I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the key to standing out is to not give a fuck about what anyone thinks, you know? So, like, people probably think that I'm corny, that I don't talk about certain things, but um, I think it's corny that almost everyone else talks about the same thing constantly. And... Yeah, I, I'm not interested in that conversation in just talking about the same type of shit over and over and over and over again. I want to talk about what's interesting to me. I want to connect to people in an actual genuine way. You know, I don't care if, if um, people just like like what I say and just move on. I want to have actual connections where I know someone, you know. Damn, Pat, you gangster. Yeah. You gangster as fuck. Let me, uh, let me now, now, now what is, now what is, some, yeah, you ain't fucking around, Jack. You serious as shit. Like, he got the serious microphone. Like he, the, gets the, he gets the home delivered meals. Yeah. He got the Twitter that's on point. He's like, I don't fuck with y'all. You're like the Tupac of comics. Now, <laughs> now, now, what is something, what is something on Twitter that people just kind of echo chamber that you'd be like, no, fuck that. I don't want to talk about that. Like, give me an example. Like, you're very adamant about it. So I want to hear, like, drive it the home, passion bro. Is there. The passion is there. Give like, it to me. Like, fuck you, Kevin Cuff and your follow Fridays. I ain't doing that shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean that, that's legit, though. Like, like. <laughs> I've been I've been told that before by you, Bob Fresh. Yes, I have yeah, because I just wake up and I have seven thousand notifications. <laughs> I, I uh, hmm. All right, there are a few instances that um, you know what? I'll read a book that everyone's talking about, that everyone's is raving about, uh -huh. and and I'll read it and I'll think. Not only do I not think that most of these people like this book. There's no way anyone likes this book, you know. Just fucking straight fire, Oof. son. Straight fire. Yeah, <laughs> I just like I don't like 
disingenuous interactions just to make connections, you know, because I think that the, the, the connections that'll actually build your career and build you into a better creator are the genuine person to person connections. Um, and also what I don't like is, um, and this is kind of constant to me. I feel like uh, comics creators uh, feel the need to make constant pop culture jokes and always comment on what's trending. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I mean, it, in the worst case, it reveals how out of touch some of these creators are. Okay. And um, yeah, cause like right now and some for good reason, I think that this person is kind of going crazy right now, but I don't like going on Twitter and just seeing a bunch of Kanye West jokes from people who don't listen to rap music. Okay. Okay. Like right. that doesn't, that doesn't seem genuine to me. Like you it seems like you're just commenting on this person in pop culture whose music that you've always dismissed. And I think that seeing someone in a more fuller context is better. You know, I kind of don't like when comics creators who don't listen to hip hop or don't watch a certain kind of TV show talk about that because everyone doesn't have to talk about everything. And I feel like there's this kind of push to have an opinion on everything and it's okay to, to not. I, I don't have a, an opinion on a bunch of things. There are so many things, if you ask me, I will just say, I don't know. And not I, know, yeah. it, that's okay. You know, not knowing is okay. Don't you think it's an, it's an attempt to kind of uh, uh, cast as wide a net as possible to attract followers and to attract, uh, I guess, attention so then later on they can turn that into possible uh, money for a Kickstarter or, you know, money for book orders or something like that? 100%. And I think that the, the less genuine the interaction, the less successful that will be. All right. Now I'm going to say, uh, I feel like the Kanye West thing. I, I haven't, I don't really feel the need to comment on that. I don't want to laugh at someone's mental illness because I do believe he's mentally ill. And yes. I don't think he's ever gotten over the passing of his mother which is something that I think if you look at Kanye's career, and I don't want to, after his mother passed away, he kind of, kind of floated off into like this, this realm of kind of mental illness. And I think he's never truly ever really gotten over that. You know? I, I 100% agree. And here is, here's my opinion right now on this. And this don't is put it on Twitter that, though. Cause Pat ain't got time for that shit. Well, you know what? <laughs> this I would tweet about because this is something I've actually thought about and do have an opinion on. I see people online using buzzwords like ableism and then talking shit about Kanye West. It's like th- this guy has come out and said, I'm bipolar. I'm suffering through this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but at the same time, he isn't above critique. So what I'd say about Kanye West is um, I-, I have loved his music in the past. I hope he gets help. I hope he takes the fucking hat off. Yeah, I'm not really a big <laughs> fan of the stuff he's doing now, but same, uh, yeah. like late registration's hot. Absolutely. Like, you can't deny that's a great record. Absolutely. But anywho, um, Emily. Emily, what are you drawing? Yeah, how's it going over there, Emily? <laughs> what are you drawing? We want to see what you're drawing. Um, what you drawing, Emily? Sketching, you know. Um, yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about hip-hop more. Uh, <laughs> do you, do, do you, do you enjoy that's... hip-hop, Emily? Are you, are you a hip-hop I do, fan? yeah. Um, not, not a lot of hip-hop, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like a lot of um I guess I guess the word for it is like alternative hip hop. Okay. Like, uh, like have you guys ever heard of Anna Teo before? I've never heard of Anna Teo. I've never heard of her. No. She is amazing. She... Um 
I mean, I can't really describe it without playing it, so you guys will just have to trust me. I'll have to go. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, like, and can, you, can you recite some bars? Yeah, yeah. Spit. Drop, drop some bars. Emily, spit, spit some bars. Spit. Spit. She, she raps in Spanish, so I don't, I don't even know what she's saying. I can't right. even. There's That's no cool. Way to the, the, the last thing that I was listening to, uh, someone recommended on Twitter, uh, a good friend of mine recommended Logic, because it's kind of like, it's kind of like that old school boom bap shit. Because I was complaining about like how a lot of hit, they just don't make hip hop beats like they used to. And then a friend of mine was like, "You should check out Logic," and I did, and it was pretty good. I gotta say, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So, but that makes probably makes me sound old because he's probably been around for a really long time. And it's no, hard. no. No, he's um. I mean, he's he's not like new, but he's a young guy, you know. Yeah, he looks young. He yeah, he looks like a cooler snow. Do you guys remember Snow, the informer no. guy? That's what he. No. the guy that you look like. The guy that I look like. He looks like me. Logic looks like me, circa like nineteen ninety five. So that's why it's it's just it, it's an odd connection. All right, so you guys are just blowing it up. This book comes out in November. Yes, yes. And how was yes. how was working for Black Mask? I know both of you are kind of Black Mask alum. Like it's wonderful over there. No, yeah, it's great. Um, it's it's a really nice. Everyone that works for Black Mask is kind of like within a a community with each other. I'd say because um, I don't know, we give each other. Uh, we read each other's books. We uh, give each other peer. What's it called? You, you know what I'm talking about, Pat, right? Like um, peer review. Yeah, peer peer review, but like critiques. No, Support? like like giving Support, the first yeah. issue out to. Your oh friend. yes, yes. No. Yeah, that okay. Comp, <laughs> peer peer comping. You're comping. Yes, that's the word for it. Um, yeah, like a lot of different people, like. Whenever uh, Lonnie and Zach had a book coming out, they would show it around and stuff like that. It's it's really nice to just see everyone and support it, each other. It does have like a very, it has a very much like looking on the, like the outside looking in, it's very much like a go team go kind of thing. Like it's, it's definitely, it appears that way that it's just like all for one, one for all. We're going in the right direction. We're trying to make comics better. And that's got to be a, a, a wonderful thing to be a part of because this is what your second book for both of you for Black Mask. Yes? yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I believe that um, today, marks the release of Emily's final issue of the wilds, right? And everybody loved that shit. That was yesterday, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, today's oh today's man. <laughs> time time goes by, you know. You gotta check, <laughs> check you better check your just fresh stuff, make sure it's still good. Because you don't want <laughs> bad fish. You don't wanna end up like the movie airplane. But yeah, so you uh you guys got your thing going, you're just kind of rocking and rolling and it's working out well. Now, Pat, you also have a, a Kickstarter that you're running right now, yes? Yeah, I actually just launched it today. Um, Congratulations. Nice. While on the podcast, we crossed the uh, 3,000 threshold. Right now, we're at 99 backers. We're just missing one to make it an even 100. I got oh, you, dog. I got you, dog. Wow, hey, that. thank you. Thank Kevin's, you. I appreciate Kevin's it. It's going to hook it up. Now, um, now you, you've used Kickstarter in the past, and you used Kickstarter quite successfully. Uh, what are some of your uh, kind of theories or ideas regarding the uh, crowdfunding platform? <laughs> this is something we're very interested in. So. That was a great question, by the way. I'm just going to pat myself on the back right there. <laughs> I, I was just trying to, like, give you, like, the, the extra little pat, you know? You know what? I've um I've learned so much of what not to do from watching people do things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, and this is crazy because this is one one platform where I support 
I want everyone to succeed. You know, it's, I love seeing creators take control of their own destiny and watching them just make beautiful things happen. Um, but I've also seen campaigns where I, I want to chime in and be like, what you just did, just less, less that, you know, don't, don't do that. But I feel like it, it isn't my place. So I do want to one day perhaps make a book of um, what not to do. Um, what I saw recently was uh, this, <laughs> this one campaign was nearing completion and it was a hard fought campaign. And toward the end, the creator just started talking about all their other books. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> on social media, yes. But on the updates, no, just talk, talk about the book that you're trying to get people invested. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, so they had that focus there, you know? Yeah. Um, what I think too is... Um, the best thing that you could do is, is communication, you know, because um, there are so many campaigns that are late and communicate and no one cares. Yeah. But, the, but, but the campaigns that are late and fall off. And they just are, disappear. Like, what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that the best thing that you could do to get a campaign funded is to one, have a good product to be super clear um, in all the, the uh, description of the rewards of what the book itself is, just be clear and concise. And also just always communicate. People are going to have questions. Answer the question the day it's asked. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Like I, I found Kickstarter, what was helpful for us was when every day, every morning I would hop on to Kickstarter. There was a cat attacking a light in the back of your fucking, and it freaked me out for a second. Holy <laughs> shit. I just saw this. Do you see it back there? It's crawling. Yeah, the light. Oh, he's coming. Oh he's my coming. God. Holy shit. I only saw <laughs> something shadowy moving towards you. I was going to scream. He's like, look, look out. That's I, Hoyt. I thought you were in trouble. Wow. That was all. I just, whoa. Holy shit. His name oh, is Hoyt. You posted a picture of him yesterday, I think, where he has like his, his tongue out, just like a little. Yes. <laughs> that is a lovely and very frightening cat, I did. He scared the shit out of Bobby. Your he eyes did, were like super did. big. It was I amazing. got a little freaked out. I'm very hard to jump scare, so I was like, I saw the cat, and I was like, oh, it's a cat. It's and then Bobby's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's not what I expected to see coming to frame. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's October. That's a witch. Jesus. <laughs> what he does is when it when when he believes it's dinner time, he'll start to just fuck with things. He'll knock okay. things over. He'll like bump his head against the light. He'll like rip things open. He's like, it's time. Okay, so that's what you're telling us now is your cat wants to eat. Yeah, I, he does, but it's 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 not time. You know, it's not, it's not the correct time. You know? Okay. Yeah, what he time smelled that Hello Fresh, and he was like, "That shit smells delicious, son." Like, yeah. I need some of this cat, the cat version of this shit right here. Look at this him. It's just the realness. That's a big ass cat too. Oh my god, it's like a fucking possum. There's another one back there. Yeah. <laughs> How many cats do you have? We have five cats. Wow. That's really Have you guys odd. ever seen his Twitter? This is this is all he talks about. I mean I have, but I mean I hadn't I mean I haven't like studied it, Emily. I, 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 I didn't follow Pat before like fifteen minutes ago. I don't know. Okay, okay. Honest. And it's not because like I hadn't heard of stuff he he's he's done before. I've heard of stuff on on Kickstarter can't and stuff, follow like, I've never read it. Yeah, I've never read it. I don't I've never met the guy, so I'm like I like Pat says, I'm pretty genuine, so I'm like, I don't I don't know him, so I don't wanna be like weird and be like, Hey, uh like uh, your your Twitter was suggested to me because you have great cat photos. Because I don't. Well, I mean, what I would say is that I would love to see more 
more cats online, you know? <laughs> I would love to see more comics creators talking about their life. <laughs> more cats, yes, more cats. Oh, that's all I talk about is like more being, family. being a single dad. It's like it's like a single dad stories. Like that's that, what that, I, that, that's what I want. You know, I, I want <laughs> genuine, genuine life, genuine connections. I want less this is my opinion on this and more this is who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. I just tweet I about I, I tweet about Star Star Trek a lot because I you watch do. Star Trek like that's and I tease you I call you a nerd that's, on Twitter that's what that's what we like, do yeah like and I, people think I'm serious sometimes like why are you be hating on him I'm like I'm I'm not really like we're, <laughs> that's my dude I'm gonna fuck with him that's what we oh do. I have a friend like that um <laughs> Pat, Pat knows Kelly uh Kelly Brock every time he fucking talks to me on Twitter he's just like I hate Emily and it's like dude they don't know you're joking. <laughs> Yeah, tw- yeah, especially not on Twitter. Like Twitter's yeah. like someone could say that and be like legit, and I'll be like, oh, what did, I do? What did I do to you? Yeah, how could anyone hate you? You're so you're so, you're so nice and oh, talented. It was so funny. It was like yesterday, uh, the last issue of the Wilds came out, and he was posting about it. He's like, Emily and I have a love hate relationship. It's like, don't say that. People are gonna think you're being serious. That's terrible. I mean. It is true. The only reason that I know he's joking is because he does it so much. It's the only reason I know. <laughs> but at some point, though, you have to wonder if it is a love-hate and just hate-hate. Like, he just be fucking hate because you're so great and talented and working on the hottest books in the world today with some of the best creators ever. So that's, that's that, you know, so at some point, he's going to be like, dude, I'm drawing books for Joe Shit the Ragman over here. My life is awful. Like, why can't I be getting him hot Emily gigs? This is bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit so tell me about the order code when how can i get this book if i want if i want to scoop this up at my local comic shop what do i need to do uh i don't think i have the order code on me i'm looking it up right now um what you do is you go into your local comic shop Uh and you say snap flash hustle give me that shit i want it give me that shit i need it um (laughs) no you got to have it and then you pre-order issue two as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get them all, exactly. baby. Get them all. That's nice, Emily. That was a nice segue. You <laughs> yeah. know, I'm proud. See, Emily's not saying much, but what she's saying, she's bringing it to the table. That's what I, res- I respect. I mean, she's that. drawing at the same time, so. She is. Yeah, that's I mean, what artists do. Artists draw. Like, that's all they do all day. I mean, that's why they're dope, though. Like, yeah. I mean, like me, like, sometimes I'll go... And I'm not writing shit today. Like that's just today. Like it's not happening. Like no matter what I do, it's not going to happen. Today's not going to be that day. So I'll have to try again tomorrow. And I hate when that happens because it happens to be more often than I would like. And as a, as someone who writes, it's like, if I'm not feeling it, like I can get like a couple sentences out, but then I know, I just know. Like, I don't know if, if you and, and Pat have that problem. Maybe you don't, maybe I'm the only one that's that issue. But there's some, there's some days where I'm just like, it's not going to happen. I had a day like that the, the, uh, Tuesday where I just couldn't concentrate. Like right. I just couldn't concentrate. I had to, I turned everything off and basically sat in a dark room with a, with my laptop and just pounded away. Cause I, my, I was like a fucking kid on too much sugar. My brain was just firing all over the place. Well, do you do this? Uh, because since I also run Kickstarters and I hire artists and stuff, uh, when I um, find it difficult to write, I'll switch to the business side of things and I'll do, I'll do uh, stuff like maintain my Kickstarter campaigns. I'll do stuff like pack a million, a million rewards for, for Kickstarter. And it's crazy that now um, in the past, 
when I was doing work like that, just like the mundane work, I would just yearn to write. But now when I'm writing for, for, for my job, I kind of go to that as solace, you know? The, the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I go to read. What I do is, like Bobby and I have talked about this too. I'll go read something I think is really dope. Like I just read, I, I went to the comic shop and bought Witchfinder because I love Mignola. So I was like, there's no way that there's not going to be something that makes me want to write something and not not, not even like this because like it's not something that I would write, but this is going to be dope. So I'm going to love it. And then I'll, wonder, I'll be like amped about comics again. Like, oh shit, I got to write something cool because that Witchfinder was dope. So right. like that, I do that. And when people suggest yes. stuff like like the wilds or, or one of one of one of your books pat or somebody else's book i'll go check it out and buy it and and then i'll be like it's some sometimes i get super amped over that stuff and i'll i'll yeah. call him right away i'll call bobby and be like hey man have you read this like that's what he was talking about in the last podcast uh i i, I think i bugged him forever about we can never go home good book good book so yeah so i was like i love this book it's so good you gotta read this so um, it's one of those things where, where that you have to find inspiration where it comes. It's where... very true. I have a question for Bob. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> have you have you done voiceover work? Uh, no, I was in uh, commercial radio for like ten years. That voice is wild, man. You could do some crazy voiceover work. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it it comes and goes. Uh, thank you. Uh, I actually did. I did a few voiceovers. I did a national spot for Sunglass Hut back in like 2002. It was the easiest $700 I've ever made. Hey, nice. Uh, it was pretty <laughs> fun. And then I got another gig after that for like a community college up in like fucking Long Island or whatever. And uh, halfway through, I didn't have to audition for it. Halfway through it, I lost the ability to read. Uh, and uh, the director of the spot just kicked me out of the room and told me never to come back. It was really fun. Like, it was awesome. Like, he was like, you're awful at this. And I couldn't even see him because it was all over, like, video conferencing. So it was on my headphones. And he, I could just hear him, like, hating me. Like, That's amazing. I could hear the sound of his voice. Like, I fucking hate you. And then that was the end of my voiceover career. But thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you say, in a world... Uh, no, I can't because I'm on the spot now. Just, I'll, do it, I'll do it for him. I'll do it. Kevin, for him. Kevin's a good voiceover dude. In a world. That's hey, good. that was good. Yeah, that was good. I <laughs> so shocked him. So he didn't know I could do that. That was real good. In a world. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, Thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, and I got to meet Pat at a, a Cincy, Cincy Comic Expo, the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Really fun dude. We got to chit chat for a while. So it was nice to kind of uh, get you on the pod. I'm glad things are going well for you. You're doing very well. And Emily is just, I mean, Christ, you're like 22 years old and you've got all these fucking amazing books. You're just, you're like a prodigy. It's amazing. So much success to you continually, hopefully. And, and just great job, guys. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, dude. Uh, the book is called Snap Flash Hustle. It'll be out next month. Uh, it's through Black Mask. Go to your comic shop, order that book. Get it, get it, get it. And uh, where can we find you guys on social media where Pat won't be talking about anything that's hot. He'll just be talking about some real shit. It's true. Break it down, Pat. Where can we find you on uh, on Twitters? I'm on at Pat Shand everywhere. And um, but I, I will say, if you're gonna pick one of us to follow, follow Emily. Her art is crazy Her online. Um, when you see the art in Snap Flash Hustle, you, you're gonna it's gonna blow your mind. Uh, did we send you guys the issue? Uh, yeah, Kevin, you sent it to Kevin. I didn't get it. Okay, gotta gotta get you that. Issue. I read it. It was awesome. Right. 
And I mean, I loved Emily when you were posting all the stuff from the wilds, like the faces with the flowers in it and shit. That was so it was great. Yeah, it was just it was fucking so trippy. It was wonderful. So yeah, man, you guys, uh, hopefully you have a big winner on your hands. We're rooting for you. And thank you for coming on the pod. And before you go, what's your Kickstarter, Pat? Plug it. Oh, oh wait, no, no. Before we do that, Emily, what is your social? Oh, oh. It, it, <laughs> yeah, very good, Pat. Very good. Are you, why no, do you no, want no, her no, social no. security number, Pat? What are you going to fucking, what do you need? Over. <laughs> He's got an Instagram drug ring to run. That's uh, true. Why do you need a social for that? <laughs> um, I'm at Emishly Art, E-M-I-S-H-L-Y on Twitter and Instagram. And I actually post a lot of Snap Flash Hustle panels. So if you want to maybe take a sneak peek at the comic book, uh, that's probably a good place to find it. All right, Pat, and uh, go ahead real quick. What is uh, your Kickstarter about? Tell us where can we find all that stuff too, buddy. The Kickstarter is Spooky Girls. It is uh, four spooky artists drawing four spooky comics in one book. Uh, it's uh, a graphic novel, full color. It includes uh, the stories Tarantula Twins, Vicky Slime, Jenny the Werecat, and Punk Teen Demon Queen. I'm writing all four. Uh, just search Spooky Girls uh, Kickstarter on Google or just go to Kickstarter. It's going to be one of the most recent comics uh, projects there. And we are just about halfway funded now. It's our first day. So we'll, Damn, we'll- son. Yeah, let's make it a banger. Hasn't it been up for like four or five hours? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you reel. When you, when, the thing is when you run a Kickstarter and you run multiple Kickstarters and you run them effectively and you run them well, people will come back. That's the whole point. True. Spooky That's, Girls is like the best name, by the way. That's it is. So it's really good. Oh, thanks. It's, it's a really good name. It's yeah. so good. I'm surprised it was available is what I'm saying. Me too. It's so obvious yeah. and so well. So that's great. Well, uh, thank, thank you guys you. again. We really appreciate it. And uh, come back anytime. Thank you. Yeah, Please absolutely. do. How about, how about next week? All right. Well, if we sure. can't find a guest, you're good. <laughs>